Well, hello, I'm Stephanie Simbari. And I'm Elizabeth Cott. And welcome to That's So Retrograde. A show about how to stay connected to yourself while we're connected to the internet 24-7. Try not to be 24-7. But the capability is there. It's right there. Anything you want. Anything you don't want. Are you the type of person that wakes up in the morning and just checks their phone immediately? or, Or do you ease on in? I try not to have that be the first thing that I do. Um, I try to like look outside for a little while, maybe contemplate the fact that I'm waking up, let some light into my irises, lay there for a second. But um, I do check my phone pretty immediately. Yeah, same. And I don't like that. It's bad for you. Yeah. Think about it. It's like all of these outside sources coming into that, like, the most calm moment of our day where we're really able to set an intention. Yeah, right. Before I have any, like, thoughts about the new day or feeling in my body, it's like, well, no, you have seven new likes on Instagram and you should tweet this. And, oh, somebody texted you in the middle of the night about needing an iPhone repair guy or, like, whatever. And immediately I'm right on other people's schedule. Yeah. Um. So I subscribe to this daily email called Waking Up With Ryan. Funnily enough, the gentleman who writes those emails and sends them out every day is a gentleman by the name of Ryan Weiss. Who is just about to walk into the studio. Come on in, Ryan Weiss. He is a life coach. We're going to talk to him about that in a second. We're going to talk about why setting intention in the morning and taking a, a, a few moments to yourself before starting a day is so crucial to a yeah. successful day. I mean, I always get this really deep feeling that if I just took a few more minutes for myself, my day would just go a little bit more smoothly. Yeah. Well, I naturally wake up so early. I'm like, anytime between 6.15 and 7.30 is my natural body clock. Same. <laughs> <laughs> PM now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in the morning, and because and there's nothing I love more than just kind of like that, the sun just coming up and, and that calm. And but that can really go two ways for me. There's like a fork in the road. It's like I could get up, read Ryan's email, start my day off, go on a walk, just like get the forward motion going towards day, or I could turn on Vanderpump Rules and just like curl up in bed with my iPad. And it's honestly like such. I'm going to assume our audience does not know what Vanderpump Rules is. I hope our audience doesn't know what Vanderpump Rules is, but I also kind of do. I feel like they're more elevated than that. No disrespect to the pumps. But but here's the thing Is that who they are? The Vanderpumps. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag pump rules. Okay. It's okay. The thing is, is. That's no, shout like, out to their restaurant because they serve Fournette Branca. <laughs> I'm into that. Here's the thing. The, I think this is a really important point in the show is that you can care about mindfulness and connectedness and still love a good Bravo trash reality show. Speaking of trash reality shows, you really shouldn't talk, Simbari. My reality show airs April 7th at 9 p.m. on Funny Girls. <laughs> I mean, Funny on Oxygen. On Oxygen. It's called Funny Girls. <laughs> That's right. And, um, yeah, this It's podcast, a docu-follow series, actually. <laughs> a docu-follow. Is this just going to turn into a Funny G's uh, fan show? Oh, Funny G's, though, yes. Yeah, we'll just have everyone on and we'll just, like, <laughs> post all these memes of your face. Done. Cool. I know you think it's slut-shamed you. If anyone's seen the preview for it, that's one of Stephanie's lines. I'm quoting myself. I'm going to also go kill myself <laughs> Stephanie's now. highly quotable. <laughs> um, so, cool. Why don't we just get right into it? Let's do it. Let's, Let's welcome Mr. Ryan Weiss to the program. Those are He's claps. He's walking in. 
Ryan. Hey. Looking, sauntering Wait. in <laughs> looking with his bad self. Super cute and casual. Got oh, these thanks. stylish sweatpants on. Got my new Xanarobe. Ooh, shout sweats. out. I love a Xanarobe on a guy. Uh, love. Good stuff. I only want to wear Xanarobe all the time. Welcome to That's So Retrograde, Ryan Weiss. Thank you. Your audience is definitely watching Vanderpump Rules, Thank by you. the way. Wow. Whoever you are, come forth and show yourself. We've got to talk. <laughs> Hi. Um, Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I already got a workout in. I'm great. feeling great. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> you guys should see, see Stephanie's face right now. She just looked at me like she was going to vomit. <laughs> no, I was just so jealous. <laughs> Stephanie oh. was up and texting me this morning. I was really impressed. Yeah, I was. Seven set o'clock. The lo- set the bar low. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, you're a life coach. Yeah. You focus, you have a fo- strong focus on the morning ritual and I how do. that sets up the day. I do. First of all, what the fuck is a life coach? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Guys, let's slow it down. Come on. Truthfully, I <laughs> had to hitting. have something to put on my like tax forms, you know, and like, sure. you know, when you have to sign your life away, you have to have an occupation. So it's like, I'm a life coach. No, come um, on. No, you no, help I mean, people. It, it, I, I, it's hard to say what a life coach is because there's so many out there and they're all doing something different. It's a very generic term. Okay. But... You do that for a living. Right. So I could tell you what I do. I don't want to speak Please. on the behalf of all life coaches. What do you do? So you know how, like, you have a problem in your life that it feels like the world is going to end. And then, like, two years later, you can look back on it and you have a different perspective. And you're like, oh, actually, it sucked at the time. But now it, like, got me here. It got me there. Like, I got out of that relationship. And thank God that I did because I got to meet this person. And it led to this job or whatever, right. mm-hmm. my goal is when someone comes to see me to help them get that like two year later perspective like now. I love that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So because we get so freaking lost in the problem at the moment and mm-hmm. then our head goes crazy with all the scenarios and I just like to sit there with someone and question every thought they think right now. Mm-hmm. Like so we that- make our problems bigger than ourselves and bigger than our lives so they become paralyzing. Couldn't have said it better. We make our problems our higher power. I'd rather your higher power be something more divine within you. Right. And um, I've I've worked with a few life coaches. And a, a nice way of it was explained to me is we have coaches for sports. We have coaches. Someone mm. teaches us driving. Like all of these different areas in our life that we're coached through. And nobody really gives us tools for life. Absolutely. Does a life coach have a life coach? I do. Really? I have a fabulous life coach. Okay. Everyone should just go see her instead. <laughs> her name is Susan Reeve. She lives in the Hamptons. She's fabulous. And, um, and she's also my godmother. I call her godmother. Oh, it's really cute. I think we all need a godmother. That's magical. Sure. Question. Um, why would you say, uh, hello, person who's seeking guidance and help, you should come see me, a life coach, versus therapy? Or would you not say that? Would you say do both? How would you... Um, kind of compare them or um, you yeah. know, where I'm going with that question is... is... Yeah, no, I, I got you. I got you. I get that question a lot. Um, I don't think it's one as opposed to the other. Uh, there's a lot of value in therapy that I don't provide and there's a lot of value that I provide that therapy doesn't provide. Mm-hmm. So therapy is certainly mm-hmm. like a Western, more modern modality. I like to look at coaching. Again, I use the term life coaching 
but I do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to I like to incorporate Eastern philosophy, ancient tradition, it, like knowledge from thousands of years. Like my morning ritual stuff, I didn't make that up. Like I'm pulling that from five thousand years, ten thousand years, potentially a million years of human history, when people used to like wake up and honor the sun and look at the nature around them and hug their community and like that was how they would wake up in the morning, not with their fucking cell phone in their bed alone, trying to feel connected to people as if that can replace their community and their tribe. And we're like in this brand new insane society wondering why we all feel so lonely. But like human history for three million years was like in these in beautiful, amazing communities. Sure. Um, so let's talk about your morning emails and kind of how that's set up and and why you do that and that service that you provide because it really sets a lovely tone for my day and I know it serves that for a lot of other subscribers so it's wakingupwithryan.com yep tell us about it well it started because it's interesting you bring up like coaching versus therapy mm. because when I first started my practice, I would ha- I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I would have people come see me once a week, and, like, there were these referrals, so people would come in, and I was, like, doing the best I could. But what I noticed was someone would come in on Monday, and then they'd book to come see me the following Monday. And, like, in the session, we'd take, like, five steps forward, like, all this clarity, all this forward motion. Oh, my God, I'm so connected. And then when they'd come back the next week, they would have taken four steps back, mm. right? And so... My desire with these emails really just started as like, how can I help these people during the week when they're not with me? So I just started sending them emails. And then as my clientele built, I couldn't send individual emails to people, you know, (laughs) it just was like too much. So I started automating them and then they would forward them to their friends and then they would forward them to whatever, to their friend who was like having a problem specific to what I was talking about that morning. And then it just like built from there. Do you have a mentor that, um, pardon me. <clears throat> that sort of guided you into this? I mean, I know you said you have a life coach, but is there somebody else that has kind of held your hand through this and inspired you to continue in this way? There's a man named Seth Godin who I'd consider my mentor, although he's like incredibly world famous. He's written like 17 best- bestsellers on the New York Times bestseller list. And he, um, I can definitely consider a mentor. He was. He talks a lot about like the impact that you can have on people in very small ways. And, like, I remember him saying once, like, if you have an audience of, you know, if you create something really amazing. And in this town, I feel like we're all so focused and seduced on, like, pick me, pick me, right? Like, pick my show, pick my script, pick me as a model, pick me. Like, we're all waiting for Oprah to pick our book and, like, (laughs) put it on her freaking book club. But it's no longer a pick me culture. Like, it's like a create yourself culture now. Mm. Like, you got to, like, create something and put it out there. And so instead of waiting to be picked, he talks a lot about, like, just creating something you believe in, that you work hard on, that you put your heart into, and then send it to 10 people. You know, just send it to 10 people that you love and respect. Shout out to our 10 listeners. Yeah, there you go. That's that's (laughs) how it builds, right? You send it to 10 people, and if it's good, and if they like it, and they feel something about it, they'll send it to 10 people, Mm -hmm. and they'll send it to 10, which is how my mailing list started. And I remember hearing Seth go, if you have 100 people who are paying attention to what you're doing, you have a business. And I was like, whoa, shit, never thought about it that way. I'm waiting for a million subscribers. I'm waiting for ba-ba-ba-ba-ba till I, like, arrive. Mm-hmm. So Seth is a big one. He talks like a lot about like the shame that comes up when you go like, here, I made this, right? And you like put your work, your art out into the world. And so for me, these emails were that. 
Like it was very easy for me to stay in my beautiful like space and coach people. But then like, what about like putting that out, out into the world? The you creation know? hangover. Ugh. Like once you birth something, once you put it out there, that feeling afterwards of like that, it's almost like a release. But it, it kind of, I feel like it um, kind of imbalances your emotions for a second and you have to re, re find footing again. Totally. It's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I mean, I don't want to get too off track, but um, we're going to speak on what's happening in the cosmos in a moment. And this um, they are talking about this being a very vulnerable time right now. And I feel like. A lot of people have been expressing that, like some of my friends have gone off antidepressants recently or have been like really honest with people around them or whatever. And it's like this time right now is a really good time for that. And and that starts with yourself. Yeah. So with which, which I want to well, go I, back. Can with, I jump in on that really quick? Course. I think it's a really important idea what you're talking about and especially quote like citing people who are coming off of antidepressants or any psychotherapeutic drugs. We live in a culture that every year a hundred million people are being prescribed antidepressants. Damn. Damn. That's a lot. And so we have like a problem here, right? We have an epidemic on our hands. Like not that there's anything wrong with taking drugs when you really, really need it. Those, that's a miracle. Like I was about to take a piece of an Adderall right now. Is this a bad time? <laughs> Should we? <laughs> no, let me, let me, let me, uh, let, let's just do some breath work instead. <laughs> You're probably right. But that idea is like, why are people taking those antibiotics? Be, or, sorry, the antidepressants. Because there is an emotional edge that we're coming up against. Yeah. All of us are feeling it. We're all afraid. We're all shamed. We're all... Ugh, confused about what we're here for and why we're here and we're also freaking focused on getting shit done and being productive and making money and that we're not focusing on like the the the, the questions that we need to be focused on like who am i mm-hmm. right so there's this edge that we've got to move past people take antidepressants because they don't want to feel the edge and but the edge is what we need and that edge you kind of dwell into that at the end of every single one of your emails and this is this small thought process has really created a shift in my life. And so I want to talk about that for a second. Um, the morning practice that you end each email with is, one, what are the five things you are grateful for this morning? Yeah. And then number two is, ask your inner guidance system, the, I'm sorry, your inner guidance system, these questions from A Course in Miracles. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? Yeah. I mean, there's something so magnificently calming about that idea. And it kind of allows you to, to, to almost take a back seat and allow the universe to, to take its... Yeah. To take the wheel. Yeah, the idea is that... <laughs> I know you wanted to say that. Just like, take the that wheel. That Carrie Underwood song, you I'm know, guys? I'm so sure that's where you were going. And I was like, she's trying so hard to not say Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> But that's all she wants to say. Should we just sing this that song Jew for the rest of this? right here? I mean, Jesus was a Jew too, so I would let him drive. I'm a, I'm a fan. I got I got to say I'm a fan. Uh, I those... totally would have tried to fuck Jesus. Me too. We know. He was so I would have let him oh. just ride. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he wants. We know. He's a miracle worker. So imagine what that sex would be like. This is so... awful. I don't know what your audience is like. You may sex want to edit with that Jesus. out. No. Watch it while watching Vanderpump Rules. It's yeah, all good. Go. Audience go. loves Jesus Cosmic Cock. I just. Saw... 
<laughs> I wonder if that's what that new. Have you seen the billboards for AD? Have you seen those billboards? Oh, yeah. And it's like, what? There was life after the crucifixion. Have you seen those? No. Oh, I God. saw, I did see. It's like a built out billboard. Yeah. Yeah. So because back to back to the questions. <laughs> questions. Why do you end Sorry. the emails with that? I end the emails with that every with the gratitude practice and those questions because, well, I ha- to ask you guys, you ladies, you know, throughout we're the guys, day, we're guys. You're bad. Throughout the day, do you find that typically the loudness and the craziness of your head is predominantly what you hear, or? Do you predominantly hear that still, small, peaceful, loving voice within you? I go back and forth. There's a crossroads, 100%. It's my, most of the time, it's a hormonal dependent situation. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm able to find the calm and the still and the quiet a lot more easily when um, it's the beginning of the month. Mm, When your hormones are not. Yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of like a weird thing to drop in, but it's so real. Yeah. Like, I can I mean, be I on my know. yoga and exercising and really calm and, like, finding it, and then something will happen, and I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't worked out my shit yet. I kind of look at, like, your cycle as the illumination of what you haven't totally worked out. It just kind of mm. puts it on blast. Mm. So It's like it doesn't give you a choice. It's going to, like, just dump it all out of you. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, totally. So I don't think, you know, I'm not regular in my morning practice, so it probably gets really like yeah. intense later on in the well, I think it's safe to say most of us would desire to be more in a space of that calm, that peaceful, the trust, the faith, the the inner surrender, right? And our head is so incredibly loud. The thoughts in our head are so loud. And if we take them personally, we'll drive ourselves nuts and we won't be successful and we'll have failing relationships. And so the point of the morning practice is as soon as you wake up in the morning, your mind is going to jump in with all sorts of thoughts. And that's its job. Like we're never going to be able to stop doing that. This idea of like sitting on a mountaintop like Buddha with your legs crossed and being all peaceful in perfect nirvana with no thoughts, it's not a reality. Enlightenment is more about like being able to hear all the thoughts, knowing that they're there, and not necessarily having to listen to them, mm, yes. right? And so that's the idea of the morning practice is like you go to gratitude so that you can open to a feeling in your heart. So like if you imagine waking up in the morning and taking a couple deep breaths and thinking about what you're grateful for. I'm grateful for the roof above my head. I'm grateful for this beautiful dog. I'm grateful for the water I'm about to drink. And you feel that. You feel the the, the beauty of all those things. And then you go into these questions, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? When we say you, it's really our heart that we're speaking to. It's our clarity. It's our perspective, you know? And so we're either going to listen to that or we're going to listen to our head. But that's where our free will lies. Uh, it's so funny that you're talking about this right now, like gratitude and tapping in because... Um, I feel like listener people hear this and it seems like a very big undertaking, you know? It's like when you're saying it, it seems simple, but then the reason why people don't do it is because it takes that initial like commitment. Okay, I'm commitment, I'm going to sit with myself. And um, if you're listening now, I think I just want to kind of switch gears for a second to uh, talk about that actually right now in the cosmos, in the astrology, it's a time of contemplation and it's a time to tap in and it's literally... In on Mystic Mama, Kaipacha is talking about the solar Mystic eclipse. Mystic Mama is a source on the website where we get a lot of our astrology 
facts and yeah, knowledge. My and favorite. Kay Pacha, Tom, a man by the name of Tom Lesher, he speaks on evolutionary astrology. Every Tuesday on YouTube, he puts up a really helpful video, kind of talks about what's going on in the world of astrology. We'll have a link to that on the blog, but I just wanted to add no, some yeah, context. No, Continue. totally. I just think everyone knows who Kay Pacha is. I'm like, you guys know <laughs> sure, Barack yeah. Obama, Kay Pacha, <laughs> two huge figures. Um, but but it, because right now it's uh, solar eclipse and uh, the spring equinox. On Friday. Yeah. So a lot's going on, and it's kind of like the calm before the storm, before we move into, like, the fire sign of Aries and before things start to, like, kind of explode. Like, all he's talking about is meditation, contemplation, listening and tapping into the, the place in the cosmos where, like, it can actually provide information for you without you having to come to any, create anything for yourself. You can just, like, let it move through you. And I think with your morning practice, now would be a really good time to start that because information is trying to access us if we can just be quiet enough to hear it. Mm. So, And to that, which was really cool, um, as Stephanie and I were, were meeting yesterday to kind of just formulate our thoughts, vision board, quote unquote, the show, if you will. Interactive vision boarding. Interactive vision boarding involves talking and writing things down. Um <laughs> um, a beetle just literally dropped down from the sky. It was so crazy. It was like, Bink. and the meaning of beetles represent simplicity, stability, progress, solidarity, protection, and kind of are acts as reminders for us to look within. Hmm. And then said beetle just crawled into my living room and. It. Snuggled with you. I'll be honest with you. Elizabeth was like, I was into the symbol, the symbolism of the beetle, and I was like, we should get beetle tattoos. Like, I, mine was super like stupid, but she I was, was like into adopting it. the beetle. She was like trying. She was like Feeding touching it beetle. and like I didn't getting touch it, but I was. I beetle. did start vision boarding names for it. Um, she put <laughs> she put a piece of paper down. The beetle crawled on the paper. Then it's like crawling manically at other people. Then it's like crawling near her hand, and I'm just literally standing in her living room screaming. I was trying to get it out of She's my like, house. I'm fine with bugs. This girl will not play with my dog, but she's letting a beetle <laughs> crawl on her arm. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> like, how are you okay with this? I was getting, like, yeah. stomach seasick So the beetle the crawled into a corner of my wall and is still there. Oh. So I'll leave. It's named either Betsy or Bob. Are you going to make it a little home? The beetle. I mean, Feed it some cheese? I'm, I'm not going to go that far, but oh. I do feel that it was a messenger from the gods. As long as he doesn't pee on your floor or something. To reiterate. Yeah. Yeah. Beetle pee? I don't know. Maybe try Beetle it. Beetle pee is an ancient potion for groundedness and <laughs> <Yeah>. love. <laughs> Drink it every morning with your morning practice. It's part of waking my, up with Ryan. It's part of my practice. Um, <laughs> I so, think what's so challenging about people waking up in the morning, firstly, you hear a lot, like, I just don't have time for that. Right, right? right? Like, I get that all the time. Like, I don't have time for the morning practice. And my feeling is if you don't have time for your morning practice, you don't have a life. Or wake up early. Oh, snap. You don't have a life. Like, if, you, if your perception is, I have no time, I have to go right into my work, I have to go right into dealing with my kids, I have to go right into whatever, that's, that's your, that you're making that your number one, number one priority. Absolutely. And then no wonder by noon you're totally seduced and totally freaking out and then have to turn to some sort of drug to, to, or a drink to, to help you. But it's funny because nobody's really satisfied in that modality. Like, okay, fine. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe your life is crazy. Maybe your work is so intense, but like, you're not really happy. Like, that's impossible. You're stressed out. You're tired. You know, 
your adrenals are just drained, you're drinking coffee, you're taking pills, like, that's fine, but it's not sustainable. And, like, I really think it's a great time right now to just try to give yourself a little ritual or a little ceremony or something. And it's not just about the 20 minutes in the morning or the five minutes in the morning. Those five minutes that you spend doing the gratitude, it it affects your entire day. It affects the way the next however many hours so you go to sleep at night end up being. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's worth it. Yeah. You know, and if you, everyone has five minutes. And I was going to say, so it's realistically, it's you setting your alarm for 15 minutes earlier than you would if you weren't going to do it. So it's small, easy, accessible goal, not bigger than you. Right. Just apply it and do it. And when you wake up in the morning, remember this idea. Do not negotiate with the terrorist in your mind. When you wake up in the morning, you will have the thought that says, ugh, I really need to sleep a little more. And like, it's okay, I'll just wait five more minutes and whatever. That, and they seem very innocent, those thoughts. They seem like they're doing something very good for you. Ugh, that's my whole, you have no idea. Like, I've been waking up naturally at like 6.30, 7, like every day. And then I look at my clock and I'm like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> LOL, guys. We're going to go back to bed. I don't know who the guys are, just whoever <laughs> It's controlling my wake up. But this morning, I actually just stayed and laid and let the light in my eyes. And I was like, okay, yes, I do not need to go back to sleep. But it, there's actual voices who are like, you need rest because you're going to, you know, work hard. And you're in your cycle. And you were out. Like, there's the excuses are the loudest thing. Because your mind wants to control you. Your, the last thing your mind wants for you is to be in some sort of spiritual practice. Mm. It's the last thing it wants Because then it has no power. None. none. So Kepacha, as we mentioned earlier, had a really helpful mantra that he ends every video Ooh. with a mantra that we wanted to play um, that really speaks to the thoughts on today. So cue that up. Oh. So the mantra for this week, you know, I mean, it's got to be. Yeah. That's the ocean in the background. Now is the time for me to generate a brand new sense of self and bring my dreams and other things to the earth I love so well. (laughs) Yeah. And then he goes on to say, dream it, see it, bring it, give it. I love that. Bring the dreams to the earth. And that's the idea of a practice. It's to bring the esoteric dreams to the earth. And those dreams will not come unless we invite them in. That's our job. Mm -hmm. That's why we do the practice. It's the invitation. It's like writing a letter to God in the morning. You know, it's like, you're welcome to enter into me, right? I know you're not going to violate my free will. You're welcome to enter into me. Yes, that is what I (laughs) said. Can we say that to other people besides God? The universe will not rape you. (laughs) The universe will not violate your free will. But you can't rape the willing, Ryan. That's true. Okay. <laughs> That's the whole point. What if you're a, willing. What a great what segue. To Roses and to Thorns. To Roses and Thorns. Great. Um, so Roses and Thorns, Ryan, is a game we like to play where we just go over the high and the low. Roses and Thorns. It can be anything from something personal to something bigger than us. So, um, Steph, why don't you kick it off? Okay. Well, I don't know how well I'm going to be able to express the degree of my rose on this, but um, Empire, the television show. <gasps> no! I can't! <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Your vibe right now is just really fueling my love because oh. isn't it so good? It's so good. Okay. So Taraji 
just crushing. I'm a cookie monster. That's Me what she too, calls girl. her fans, and I'm one of them. Eat that cookie face. Um, Terrence Howard, uh, my celebrity crush from the 90s. And what's the son's name? Was the rapper that I have the biggest crush on? <laughs> um, um, whatever his name is, wherever you Hakeem. are, Hakeem, wherever you are, baby. Stay tuned to next week when we Come turn on. this podcast into an Empire slash Funny Girls. <laughs> Hakeem and Tiana show. are the Chris Brown and Rihanna of Empire. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, anyways, guys, just watch it. And everyone's gay on the show, by the way. <laughs> really? Which is fabulous. No, I mean, like, everyone has a gay plot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tiana, yeah. the other She's son. She's like, you got a side bitch, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what's your rose? Uh, well, I'm feeling like my rose and my thorn are the same thing. Is that cool? No, get out of here. here. If you say empire, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> empire. Um, my rose is, uh, so I just went through a breakup. A really incredibly difficult for me breakup seemed like it was really easy for him i'm sure if he's listening right now he's probably like what the fuck um it uh it i'm just talking about the rose part right now Mm -hmm. so the rose part of it uh, i don't know if i'm there yet but i like to think that the rose part of it is it's fueling all sorts of new energy in my life i have a tendency toward codependency and so this big part of my life that was taken up by him is like now free for all sorts of new creative exploration and travel and new people. So that's a good rose. Are that's you ready to give rose. us a chance? Oh, baby. <laughs> you should see this picture that we took. Me, you, Hale, Appleman, and Elizabeth. <laughs> we looked awesome. No, we look is so in love. My face is buried in your hair and I'm like huffing your face. <laughs> Like, look at us she and goes, our look, cute boyfriends. Yeah, she goes, look at us and our hot boyfriends. And I'm like, too bad they'll never fuck us. Too bad maybe we'll be boyfriends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too bad we're never having sex again. So my rose, I just got back from South by Southwest Interactive, a.k.a. Nerd Spring Break. Hi. And every cute. year, I always come back with some really fun tidbits of kind of like what where our culture is moving, especially in the app world. Like, for instance, four years ago, I took my first Uber ride there. Like, I've always kind of acquired some fun information. Um, So, Meerkat, do we know what this is? No, but I've been seeing it all over the internet. So, this was, like, the big thing. So, I want to just share that. And this could be a thorn as well. Who knows? So, it's basically, like, a public Snapchat that's fed through Twitter. Nope. So... Let's say I were to meerkat this situation right now, it'd be a live video feed that only people who are clicking on it in real time could see, and then it disappears, and you can see everyone who's who's clicked on it. So this is where our culture's moving. See y'all later. I'm moving to a cave. <laughs> That's too much. That just stressed me out. Just meerkat? move to Big Sur with me. You got it, buddy. Um, People keep then, sending me Snapchats. I think I have hundreds of thousands of minutes of unlooked at. Is that how it works? It's like a clock. I can't. Yikes. I don't even know what Snapchat is. I mean, I do, but I don't even know how it works. But that sounds great. Okay. So that so that was kind of a new thing we picked up. I think that that is really taking away from our self-connectedness. But it also could be kind of fun. I think maybe we could start meerkatting this shit. That's all you, babe. And, and people can like, see the magic maybe in the like creation a rose, of this podcast. And maybe a rose for that is like the more we do all this kind of internet connecting, the more there's like a focus on unplugging too. You know, people are really like focusing on unplugging. Like, I'm gonna be soon in a couple months. I'm talking at this one like thing called Soul Camp, where I'm teaching whatever. I'm going to Summit next weekend to teach like Kundalini Yoga and meditation, and no one's on their cell phones there. Like, people are like going to the mountains, and mm-hmm. like they're trying to get away from all their technology. So hopefully, the technology is pushing us back to the earth. I feel that. I mean, that's really kind of why we're here. But you know, speaking of that, what's your website and social media handles, Ryan Weiss? <laughs> 
Uh, my <laughs> website is www.wakingupwithryan.com. And you'll see right there you can sign up for those morning emails. And they're emails. free and they're fantastic and they're very helpful. Is there Thanks. any way that you could uh, bring me a handwritten waking up with Ryan letter so I don't have to check my email in the morning? Do you want me to just w- sleep over and uh, just cuddle with you yes. and whisper it into oh your God, ear? Stop it, I'm blushing. I probably should just start doing that. Oh my God, yes. And Let's do this. Right. And are you on any of the other various social media platforms? <laughs> yes, I'm on the Instagram. It's Ryan underscore Tology. That's yeah, Ryan Tology. I am my own religion. Um, <laughs> and then I have like a Facebook, but I don't really use that much. It's like right. Ryan Weiss Life Coach. And then I have a Twitter. It's Ryan J. Weiss. And then the other thing that I'd love to share with your audience if Please. they want to check it out and like elongate their morning practice a little bit, if they can handle the five minutes, of like course. let's take it to the next level. Part two. Part two. I've got this video series that I did with this company, Pop Expert. It's pretty cool. Um, when you go to my website, you can just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a little trailer for it. You'll hear me talk about it. Um, but essentially, it like teaches a breath breath work practice mm-hmm. um, and then every day has like a different idea and it's, for the so it's day. a video daily video for how long for one week one week and how much does that cost 20 bucks boo 20 nice bucks. so it's like your for the own. price of a bulletproof coffee yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> and Stephanie where can we find you on the internet I'm at Steph Simbari across the board Oh, smart. Look at you. I used to be at Steph is Funny on Instagram. I remember that. Because I didn't know what Instagram was. I thought it was like a private. This is a long time ago. And then Ben Glebe was like, you got to get your shit together. <laughs> I was there for that. He's like, Simbari. Yeah. He, what are you doing? <laughs> Steph is funny? No one cares. Shame. <laughs> Shame. So at Steph Simbari, Instagram, Twitter, www.mywebsiteisnotrenewed.com. And at So Retrograde. At so Retrograde. At So Retrograde.com. Oxygen.com backslash funny girls backslash videos. <laughs> All the, did, hey, did we mention Stephanie has a reality show coming out? No, I'm just kidding. But that is hitting. The we have to plug it three times a, uh, an episode. April 3rd? April 7th. Oh, April 7th. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. The show I'm working on is coming out April 3rd. The Grace Helbig Show on the E Network. Yay! Fridays after the soup. I'll be styling that. We're really excited. So stay tuned for that. And uh, you can find me at Elizabeth Cott. And you can check out my at other, Closet Rich at Closet Rich. Yeah, that's uh, my online consignment company. So, like, why not plug everything while we have the chance? You can also find are. me on Elizabeth's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Thanks this was a really important conversation that I I look forward to exploring more on this program. And um, I'm thankful for you and for this and for all all of y'all listening. Gratitude. I'm from. Te- I came just came back from Texas, so I can say that. I guess. Y'all. Y'all. Good show, guys. Peace love and ladies. love. I'm having Ryan's babies. If I'm already not pregnant, somebody else. <laughs>